I'm back with Graham, Richard and my co-host Ed. In the last episode, Graham and Richard shared their highlights and the lowlights of their career and today we're going to be discussing the evolution of Stonebond. Hello, how is everyone today? Very well, thank good, you. Good. Yeah, all good. Um, so today we wanted to talk about the world of Stonebond, um, going back to the, the beginnings of today um, and the future of the business. Today, Stonebond is a mixed tenure partnerships developer with quite a unique place in the market. I'm going to be talking a lot more about that through the course of this session. Just a little bit about the history. So, of, of course, um, we talked in the previous episodes about our and our father's uh, careers at Countryside, very informative three, three or more decades of our, our careers there. Um, Stonebond was set up by um, our father in 1975, and actually, it was set up to own shares in countryside properties. Um, but in order uh, to be absolutely frank, in order that it was taxed as a trading business, not an investment business, it built uh, a few houses a year. And it remained doing that for for a few decades. How many houses are we talking about? Well, we're talking um, anything between sort of two and ten houses a year. So very small business. And typically, these were one-off largest detached family homes all in the same area in Essex yeah very principally in and around Chelmsford and Brentwood um so yeah. the home patch the home patch so mainly we we, we could keep an eye on the business because obviously our key lives was countryside uh, and we couldn't really spend much time on it so it had to be very small and very local yeah so so countryside of course um floated on the stock market in February 2016 and um, that was tremendous because, you know, we'd had this low point of the 2009-10 world financial crisis and all the challenges of that period. And then we successfully, with, with a number of other great people, rebuilt the business um, and, of course, had a, had a terrific stock market float. Uh, and then it continued to grow from there. For me personally, um, in 2017, I suddenly felt that um, I was loving loving the industry really enjoying countryside still in most ways i wasn't spending enough time really with my wife and my family and um you know i was then in my late 50s and i felt that uh, it was a time really to have a change of lifestyle and very thankfully we had stone bond there we'd been growing it a little bit but it was a great opportunity to move my career uh, into stone bond and really start to grow the business it had a track i had a trading track record it was registered and so forth so it was it was a vehicle that we had that we were able to to use and grow uh in autumn 2017 i left countryside and spent my time on stone bond uh as the chairman and then of course two years later graham also joined and it was really at that time that we decided to invest a lot more of our time and financial resources into the growth of Stone Bond, and the company began to grow. And I think the very, very important moment for us, and almost when the light bulb went on for us about what the company should be doing and is doing today, was in the early stages of COVID. And at the time, we were very worried, like a lot of people, that the housing market was going to crash. Of course, in hindsight, it didn't crash, and the housing market became quite strong. You know, everybody was very, very. Uh, concerned about the accommodation they were living in, and that that drove demand for housing, which was which was sort of, sort of contraintuitive, really. But that's what happened. But anyway, in the early stages, we decided uh, that we would look towards uh, a mixed tenure model, a partnerships model, by trying to pre-sell 
um, the majority of our housing to housing associations and investors as a, if you like, a defensive measure to generate cash flow for the business and ensure that we survive COVID in good shape. As it turned out, that became quickly became a great success. And then we decided uh, on the back of that, uh, that, that, that success in those early stages in sort of 2020, 2021, that that was turning into a very successful formula and a great business model for the future. And of course, we'd had a lot of involvement in mixed tenure partnership with housing in our countryside days. And we were able to apply that experience and skill set. And, you know, since then, we, of course, we've great, grown Stonebond uh, into this um, now what is a large SME, employing about 150 people um, and building now about 500 homes a year and, and, and very much growing. You should just say, Richard, as well, shouldn't you, that, you know, whilst the switch from a sort of uh, pure house builder to a land-led partnership developer was happening, as Richard says, you know, at the beginning of the COVID crisis, roughly at around the same time, there was quite a lot of investor pressures on the countryside business, which was had a full flotation, um, for it to really focus on its partnership skills because the investors were thinking that would add a lot more value to the share price. As a consequence, uh, uh, it started doing that. And, of course, no sooner had it started going down that path, it was taken over by Vistry, who have recently themselves, under uh, investor pressure, uh, decided to make their business exclusively partnership. So I think in the world of company valuations, there is a, a, an awful lot of added value to be seen by focusing on, on a, becoming a pure partnership uh, developer. We have managed to do that very quickly from our modest size. I think for this year and anybody else, it's going to take a lot longer. So I think it's a fortuitous of, of COVID and I think the uh, investor pressures we've seen on other companies that um, we found ourselves in what we believe to be the right place right now it, it might be worth just defining a little bit you know what is partnership housing and it wasn't so many years ago that nobody would know what you're talking about but i think really through the countryside and our history experience partnerships is a well-known definition within the house building world within the house building sector and within the financial community that follow house building and it is really about mixed tenure housing uh, predominantly affordable housing, but mixed with some private housing. It's a physical model, but it's also an economic model. So it combines affordable housing, which is a lower profit margin business, but one that's very cash generative, with private housing that is a traditional house building model, which is um, capital intensive, but higher profit margin. And you put those two things together, and we, we have a, about 70% of our business is uh, affordable housing and selling homes to investors 30 percent is private housing and if you put those two together what you end up with financially is a business with a good margin but lower margin than the leading private house builders but exceptionally strong return on capital employed return on equity from a financial standpoint and that is a very attractive model so it's capital light very high return on investment, which allows us to make very best use of our financial resource. So it's effectively, isn't it, Richard? It's working in partnership with landowners and or housing associations and other bulk investors to generate uh, a, a premium return on cap employed at, at, at the sake of more, a slightly more modest margin. Yeah, so we, we've spoken about um, in previous episodes how um, people are a huge part 
of your career. Um, so I think I've got a few questions actually um, uh, about Stonebond. So what was the transition like um, coming out of a very large company, um, national, into then a, a newly, you know, a newly evolving business? Did it feel like um, the old Billericke days? The transition was actually very exciting, very enjoyable. It felt like a new start. And I think since then, I think probably it's turning into be, um, for both of us, probably the most exciting part of our careers. And I think at, our, at our, the stage of our careers in our, in our early 60s, it's tremendous. It's almost like a new lease of life, which is very enjoyable. So, some of the challenging stuff in moving from a big corporate to an SME, uh, you know, I had to start making my own coffee for example so um, <laughs> and looking after my own diary which uh but one of the one of the lovely things about that actually was always is taking control of your own life which is one of the things i wanted to do in terms of my change of lifestyle and move into Stonebond. we were able to stand back and think about the highs and lows of our careers at countryside the strengths and weaknesses and and, and what what were the important things? What were the standout things that really made a difference and would make a difference to Stonebond? So, for example, culture and people has been everything. And I think if you get the culture right, if you get good people around you, if you recognise the importance of people relationships, treating people well, with respect, long-term relationships with people we work with, housing associations, our supply chain, landowners, their advisors... And again, it's about a, it's, a, it's about building building something. And what is a, what is a business? It was a collection of people, isn't it? Really, and I think building a business for the longer term, not looking necessarily to make the fastest buck that you can this year. It's about looking to next year and beyond. It's about a five year, ten year time horizon. Doing the right thing and building a very strong platform and a, and a base, and we are doing that. Um, and it's tremendously exciting. And going back to what we talked about in episode two about you know what we've learned at Countryside, particularly during tough times, one is to make sure we uh, pick our sites carefully. They're in areas of uh, uh, where we're selling at any rate to home buying public, more resilient to economic change where there's a stronger demand, making sure that our product is of a good quality, appeals during tougher times such as we're experiencing now, and to make sure that um, the company's well-financed and not only exposed to um, debt. And I think all of those things, combined with what Richard just said about people, is the key ingredients to our, our business today. Yeah, I mean, I joined um, Stonebond six years ago, Kirsten. You were probably been there. Five years ago time. on Monday, actually. Yeah. Um, and it's been fantastic, really exciting. Um, I remember working with Kirsten's dad at the time. There were four of us above a bakery, and now it's six offices nationally, 150 people. Yeah, fantastic growth in the last... Um, five or so years where is the future um, ahead for the business well as you as you've just said we've now got six regional offices um, some of them are there in their infancy uh, the one in Chompson was the first one and that's sort of nearing uh, mature size the one in St Albans is growing very nicely and the other four are really just coming out of the trap so I, I, just, I think over the next period it's really about growing our operations from those offices to get them into a mature state and obviously at some point hopefully we can open further uh, branches in areas we don't cover currently and it's really about as we've learned uh, in the past about focusing on what our mission is and sticking to that we often get um, crazy ideas come through the door 
and Richard or I now are going to have to slap each other and just say, remember, keep it simple because uh, and don't drift off to, to, to do something that's not in our core business. So I think that key learning we had at Countryside is pretty fundamental. So it's at the moment, it's just keeping doing what we're doing. Okay, the housing market currently for private housing sales is, is very difficult, but there's still very good healthy demand from housing associations for affordable housing. And whichever government of the day there is going to be, they're always going to be faced with a chronic shortage of housing and particularly of the affordable uh, nature as well. Just to expand a little bit on, on our regional businesses uh, and the approach to it. So we've, we've got a um, quite a small core of uh, a central team, head office team, if you like, which we want to keep small and effective and fleet of foot. So the businesses are really run in the regions and we have a lot of um, consistent approaches and policies and so forth to all of our regional businesses but our regions are in Chelmsford in St Albans Seven Oaks Solihull and Manchester and Guildford and each of those businesses has a capacity to produce um, 400 plus homes a year so if you take the six offices uh, that gives us an opportunity to be building at maturity for each region two and a half thousand homes and rising uh, so our objective is to do that and to do it in a very good way. Um, and then beyond that, we've ambitions of opening in London and opening uh, in other parts of the country, the East Midlands, the South West, for example. So I think the, the 10 years ahead is, is full of excitement and some solid growth. I think it's worth saying, apart from growing the, the, the infrastructure of our business, uh, uh, the teams have been very active in putting new business together for the future. And currently, as we, we sit here talking, uh, we've got something like a quarter of a billion pounds worth of gross profit in our future pipeline, which uh, gives, I think, tremendous platform uh, for our future. So uh, I think we're set pretty well. It's just now about how to uh, extract the best we can out of the current turmoil in the marketplace, which is obviously driven by a very rapid rise of in- interest rates from 1% to 5-ish percent, uh, which has slowed down the housing market uh, with people really treading water waiting to see what happens with interest rates if they're taking a mortgage out or house prices if they don't need one um, but everybody seems to be sitting on their hands uh, and our skill at the moment as far as housing for sales concerned is to try and convert interest albeit hesitant into sales and once again we go back to the need to have quality sites in quality locations with quality product with a wow factor uh, we are generating sales um, and i think that's partly um, the reason behind that i think also our long-term thinking is really important and we've created the platform of an organization which can which can grow has the capacity for growth and you look at some of um, the other larger house builders today who are shutting some regional operations, consolidating. They're under pressure, obviously, from their investors and from the city. They've got to take or think they've got to take those sort of actions. We are a privately owned business. We can make our own decisions. We're not answerable to anybody else. And our feeling is that we want to keep investing in management and we are going to keep our six regions um, and we're going to grow them. And the people we have in those regions, we're going to invest in training. We're going to keep recruiting young people and so forth um, and look look to the longer term. Don't take any short-term action that might improve our profit a little in the short term, but will damage our long-term future. We're not going to go there. We're going to look at positive evolution of the business 
over five to ten years. What we would say is, thank God, it's only uh, 20 to 30% of our current output is housing for sale, as opposed to 70%, which for the big volume players, that must be fairly daunting with the uh, markets, the state they're in at the minute. Mm, Absolutely. I think that's uh, all we've got time for for this episode. Just before, the question that I get asked um, weekly is, where did the name Stonebond come from? Well, um, believe it or not, uh, our late father, Alan, he, uh, when he set the company up, he bought a, a, a company set up off the shelf and it was called Stonebond, rather miraculously. And as you probably know from, from our dealings with people, people say, oh, that's a, it's a great name, that. It sort of reeks of quality, solid foundations. Um, so rather fortuitously, Stonebond is, is how it came about. But uh, uh, yeah, it was nothing. It wasn't a brilliant thought idea on our part, although we usually try and take credit for that. Thank you both for another great overview um, of the business um, and its history um, and where we are today, and even the, the future outlook for you both. Um, the next episode, we'll be looking at the measure of success um, and the power of the company culture. <laughs>